Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Live from Jake and Joe's in Waltham, this is the Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light. For the next hour, we'll have special guests and you can get caught up on Eagles football. The Boston College Football Show is presented by Bud Light, famous among friends. Also sponsored by Bletzer and Bletzer PC, developing long-standing relationships with the clients we serve since 1959. McGovern Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, driven by you. And by Village Bank, your village your bank. Now it's time to talk BC football with the head coach Steve Adazio. Here's the voice of the Eagles, John Meter Perel. It was a memorable night at Fenway Park for Boston College as they blow out UConn and become bowl eligible for the fourth time in five years. It's great to have you with us from Jake and Joe's and Waltham. The BC football show pre-Thanksgiving. John Meter Perel with Pete Cronin and of course the coach Steve Adazio and Steve, congratulations on many levels. One, you are the first BC coach to go to four bowls in five, in their first five seasons. That has to be a terrific milestone for you. And how does it feel to be bowl eligible? You know, it feels great. I mean, I feel happy for the players. Uh, you know, it gives us a chance to continue to build our program, gives us another month of practice post the season, uh, which is critically important right now as we develop all these exciting young players. And, uh, you know, it's a benchmark. It's a, it's a, it's a beginning benchmark of, of your program as you always want to be bowl eligible, and then you go from there. And I think we're investing in the future of some talented guys that will bring us to the level we want to be. So I'm excited about that, and uh, I know our kids are. But I think, you know, one of the things I really liked this week was, you know, we're very excited to be bowl eligible, but it seems like we're really locked in to play Syracuse, you know, like, as opposed to, like, I can remember that first year where balls was, like, the greatest thing that happened, you know. And and now it's very exciting and, and it's tremendous, but let's go get number seven. So you've set, they've set higher expectations for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I think this group wants to get, wants to beat Syracuse and get seven wins. Yeah. I understand wanting to beat Syracuse as a standalone event. Right. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, they, the rivalry piece of this is really taking hold to each year. It's got more to it. You know, it used to be, obviously, I mean, I was on the other end of it. And, but, you know, there was a period of time where it kind of was dormant a little bit. Now it's back, and I think that's a really good thing. And I think they're really locked into that, too, you know. Well, it's, it's good on many levels. And you run into those guys recruiting, I assume. We do. But you know what? Not as much as you might think. I mean, they, you know, we do. But they, they're, you know, back in the day, I mean, mass 
Yeah, New England, New Jersey, New England. We were, upstate. you know, they, you know, they appear to be more in some other states and stuff. But, but we do absolutely. Yeah. Back to the UConn game, three nothing at the end of one. Kick, kicked a fifty-yard field goal, his career high. And after that quarter, you're thinking, all right, where are we going, guys? But then you pulled away. It was unbelievable. A dominance after quarter one. Yeah. It was almost like a prize fight. You're feeling each other out. Yeah. And you guys got the upper hand. I think in, what happened was they came out early in some very different formations. They had some trick things, that the unbalanced trick plays kind of things. And kind of, I mean, we were ready to play. It wasn't like we were out there, you know, sleepwalking or anything. It's just... Some real different stuff took place in the first quarter. It's kind of like they threw everything at the kitchen sink at us, really. And once we kind of handled that to a degree, I mean, they had some yards, but we kind of handled it. And then the rain, it was coming down like hell. And then we kind of got our sea legs and both sides of the ball, and then we were really ready to go. Well, we got those first quarter stats, and we began to look at them, and they were, they were completely lopsided. <laughs> and I turned to meet, and I said, it's a three-point game. Yeah. And then second quarter, it was like, okay, there were two dogs in the yard. You showed off who the, who the biggest dog was. Yeah. Well, early on, you know, we missed a couple, you know, wet, dropped a couple balls. We missed a couple runs, actually, that were really there. Just missed them, you know. And, you know, that's what happened there. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you're a coach on the field. You know, you get, you're like, oh, 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 but I, I really wasn't. I could see that we could control the line of scrimmage, but we just had to, you know, just had to bear down a little bit on both sides of the ball and just kind of get going, you know. I kind of felt like I said, like I felt like, okay, let's just take all this barrage here a little bit, you know, kind of deflect, deflect, and then then we're going to go, you know. And that's kind of what we did. I kind of felt like we would do that, honestly. Um, You know, it wasn't the cleanest of games, I mean, you know, we missed the field goal, we missed extra points, and uh, a couple of those snaps weren't great on, the, on, on field goals. But we played really physically hard. Like, our defensive front played really hard. Our offensive line played really hard. So, I mean, that was good. I mean, they, they played well, too, by the way. I mean, you watch the film, you come back in, they, they played well. Noah Merritt seemed to have be motivated for more less, uh, well, I guess not... He's always motivated, but a little bit more for I one heard, reason or another. I heard another. from one of the bars outside Fenway. They heard that sack yeah. outside <laughs> Fenway Park. You know, our seniors was real important. Really, our seniors really important. You know, our kid. That game was real important to us. I mean, our kids. I mean, they, they love it. You know, they get it. It was a real important deal to us. You know, I think a couple things I took away from that game. You know, we got a lot of work to do. Is you know, I know the weather was a huge piece of this, but. We got to get the receivers. We got to catch the ball a little better and get going, throwing the ball. Like that, that was a disappointment. We had a couple of shots that we really would have really completely tilted the field. So we got to go back to getting that done. Um, and I thought that needed to be a whole lot better. I was amazed how <clears throat> I kept shouting it out to me. Hey, me, you'd come out. Of course, your formation had a lot to do with it, but it meet the ten in the box. Yeah. There's ten more. The ten in the box again. The right. ten in the box again. <laughs> right. And it was and it was kind of what are they doing? It was a, it was really a battle of attrition. And then it was you poke a hole in the fence and it's six points. Right. Just uh, it was quite impressive. You're, you're, it was a battle. Uh, I guess a uh, battle of wills. Yeah. I mean, I just felt like the weather was crappy. 
And, it, you know, I just said to myself, you know, we took a couple of shots because they were down low, the safeties. And I just, oh, boy, you know, we're going to let's just get this. Let's just get the running backs going here, you know, and, and, and the guys up front were like, coach, we can we can knock these guys off the ball. So at some point, it's just like, you know what, let, let, let's get going. Let's just knock them off the ball and let's play. And defense, they felt the same way. And the back end felt like, I mean, they felt really good. I mean, I know that first couple of series in the first quarter, but I felt good about all that, you know. So yeah, as the game went on, like I said, I think they had 100-something yards in the first quarter. They had eight in the second, huh. you know. We rushed the ball for 330 yards. I mean, you know, that's kind of the way it was. Um, if the if the weather was better, we would have done a lot more stuff. You know, we had some specials we wanted to unleash. We had more. We had a lot of throws we worked on all week that we felt great about. We would have been involved with those, but it comes a point where you say to yourself, you know, we're going to go win this game, and and, and we're going to impose our will. We're going to be real physical. We're going to go. We're going to go do this right now, and then you know. I wanted, to, I wanted to play EJ. I wanted to anchor down Darius. I want, you know, there's some things that I wanted to get done. Just when you think you have, you've seen it all from A.J. Dillon, he does something more miraculous. His first touchdown, he took five guys with him into the end zone. Yeah. It seems like every week he's coming up with a run that's better than the last. Do you feel yeah. that way? Yeah, I mean, he's a powerful guy with speed. You know, and uh, he did great. And I thought John Hillman did great. He had a beautiful stretch run where he upcut the thing and accelerated from everybody. So, I mean, like those guys together, I mean, they, they, they brought they, they brought a pretty good punch in there, you know, pretty hard, and, and, and it was blocked pretty well, you know. We wanted to get the ball on the perimeter a little bit more, and we did on the toss, couple tosses where he, one of them was the touchdown run. And we would have done a lot more of that, but it was so wet, I was afraid that, you know, we'd lose the handle on that ball, you know. Um, but, but we knew that that style of defense was packed inside. If you're going to run it, you need to run it outside the tackles. You know, um, and, and we were, you know, to do that, you know, we're tossing it and doing stuff like that. And I just wanted to keep that to a minimum. But at some point, we just had to. Well, it was interesting, too, the weather you talk about to get the footing, which was uh, a major issue, especially in the kicking game. But the ball getting thrown deep. Yeah. And Mute, we asked Mute about it being a quarterback. He says, when the ball's wet and heavy, hard to get that rotation that you're used to that gives that ball that float it's like throwing a brick yeah so of course it takes you out of your, your long ball game and that's you know we took a shot a couple shots you know i thought kobe had the one but we lost it when he hit the ground um you know so it was just a little off there and then went through the hands with a couple jailbreak screens that went right through the hands of mike and jeff i mean they're good throw i mean Darius threw the ball pretty accurately now and he made a couple of big plays, that scramble. It was a sprint out to begin with, but then it turned into a sprint scramble where he hit uh, Christian Garrison in the back of the end zone. That was a pretty good throw. I mean, he, he threw the ball pretty well. It just was a slick ball to control. How, how overall, so you thought he played a game that you expected in those type of conditions? I thought, he, I thought he played well in those conditions. I thought he threw it well. I thought he managed the game. He had a big third down run that was a chains mover for us that led to a good ball to Sweeney downfield, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, and I think, you know, we had one deal where back went the wrong way and we should have ate it. We tried to hand it off and can't do that. The ball ended up on the ground and it was a turnover. Um, but, I mean, overall, I thought Darius played well and managed the game well and had a good, confident look about him. And, uh, you know, I mean, he hadn't taken a lot of 
a ton of real snaps. I mean, you know, when you're when you're playing behind somebody, you're not getting those weekly snaps. And so he was, he was set back a little bit because of an early injury coming off an injury, so he didn't get a lot of early snaps last week. No, I mean he hurt his ankle pretty good. So uh, you know his ankle felt good for game time, but it you know it wasn't himself. Certainly not. Didn't practice Sunday. Really didn't do much on Tuesday. Took some reps on Wednesday. Had a full go on Thursday, but um, yeah, it was less than ideal. I heard you earlier today in your press conference say we want to get our throw game going. It's something that you obviously built a career around. You want to have balance. Yeah. EJ Perry. Darius Wade, how's that going to work this week at practice? Um, well, I mean, Darius will be starting, and and EJ's got to continue to take some preparation reps. It can't be no, no reps and expect him to grow. I mean, it won't be 50-50, but, I mean, it won't be 90-10 either. You know, it'll probably be 75, you know, I don't know, 75, maybe, I don't know, something like that. We'll see. But EJ's got to develop. I played him, and I played him for a reason. That we need, you know, he's he's the next guy in the game. He's got to get some game snaps. So, I got to continue to get him some game snaps, and I got to get him preparation practice snaps. Now, it's a price to pay for that, and uh, we're going to continue to do it. He's a talented guy. He went in the game in those wet conditions, handled all the exchanges really well, and all that. Had a good look about him. That's step one, and we'll take step two with him. Now, you talked about the importance of it getting a bowl game, the extra fifteen practices. There's an example where oh. you give him. Maybe a little bit more activity than you would under normal circumstances. No question. Chance to develop them. I mean, just go down the list of guys, right? On offense, you talk about Darius, you talk about Alec Lindstrom, you talk about C.J. Lewis, right? You know, you talk about Travis Levy, you know, you talk about uh, Hunter Long. You talk. I mean, there's a ton of guys you can talk about. You know, uh, on defense, you know, you're talking about Brandon Sebastian and Tate Haynes, and you're talking about uh, Isaiah McDuffie and. You know, all these, I mean, Davon at linebacker and just, you know, Jamel Berry. And, I mean, there's so many guys. I mean, it's unbelievable, especially for us. You know, the fundamental growth and development over this month will be incredible. Incredible. I'm jacked about it. That's, that's great. There's no doubt that people don't realize that. People say, hey, it's great to make a bowl game. From a coaching perspective, it's incredible because you get 15 extra practices. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly it's everything that's what the i mean that's the that's what the bowl game brings you it brings you the continued development of your program yeah so i mean you know and in and in recruiting i mean you're you have huge recruiting weekends and it surrounds your bowl practices and the atmosphere is fantastic and everything's great and to me that's where you you make a lot of hay i think in recruiting you know as opposed to if you're not and it's a bad vibe and it's hard to recruit you know one of so. your linebackers that's really emerged, John Lamont, seemed like he was limping a little bit at the end of the game. Is he okay? I think that's yet to be told. I mean, I, we got to see where we're going to be there. That's that's an important deal. Um, obviously, uh, we're already down three, so that'll be four. Um, Not a know. lot of depth there. Uh, no, no. I mean, I would say bare bones. Wow. <laughs> Well, on the other hand, every week it's a new story. I, yeah, it I mean, I last last like week it was Anthony Brown. It was uh, it was um, um, well, I'm losing my oh um, Cam Moore. Cam Moore. We lost Cam Moore for the year. He had surgery last week. Um, you know, we're nine starters down right now. Could you know? Who knows? Could be ten. Be the most I've ever seen in my career. Never seen that before. But here's the unbelievable thing: if you think that that's phased in this football team. You know, in terms of their preparation, their, their work ethic, their mindset, 
No. <laughs> I mean, but, but, I mean. It's, well, something's going to give here. Yeah. It, it, well, what's going to give is, and you talk about it, is you're, you're really, you're setting up for a good run. Well, you're talking about a, a huge number of guys that are getting far more reps than they ever would have dreamed of getting, which is going to create a big pool of experienced players. And that's the beauty of all of that, you know, and, and, and you're managing the, you know, to, to, to continue to win along the way. Probably not playing at the same level we could be firing at, probably, but playing at a pretty good level. And that's a good thing. So I think it'll all come back. You just, you know, you worry about at some point, you're, you, you know, you're, 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 it catches up with you a little bit, you know. You're going to have an enviable scenario next year, though, with your offensive line. Because yeah. Elijah Johnson's been out all year. He started last year. He's tre- tremendous. Yeah. Alec Lindstrom's coming. Chris's brother, you love him. Oh, you, yeah. you got Maulers everywhere. It's a matter of managing their snaps, I guess, right? You need all that depth. It's what you're experiencing this year is when you play in the conference we play in, you play the schedule we play, you need the depth. And uh, if you look across college football, I'll, I'll throw this out to you right now. You know, the season's been elongated now. When you start a preseason camp this year, as I look around the landscape of college football, a lot of teams are uh, look like they're on fumes. Yeah. And uh, a lot of things have changed at the end of the year. Um, I think as you go back and look at that, I think the impact of the early start might be raising its head just a little bit. So, you know, I think you need depth is the moral of the story. You really do. And, uh, if you know, unless you're in a conference that's not as physical and violent as the ACC, maybe you get away with it a little more. But in this conference, who can get away with it? I mean, nobody. No. I mean, everybody is really banged up right now across the board. Look what happened to Florida State when they lost uh, their quarterback. You know, they opened up that early game with Alabama. You know, everybody's all jacked up about all that, you know. But, I mean, at the end of the day, that was a costly game for Florida State. From where you're at at this point, if you came, we sat here last August. Yeah. And we said, okay, Steve, uh, to the fan base, you're going to lose your quarterback, your starting middle linebacker, your best defensive linebacker at the outside. You're going to lose an off, your, your captain, your center. You lose your captain on defense. You, you, down the list, and you say, okay, you're going to be in a position to, to actually come away with the season with eight wins. The math doesn't compute. It just doesn't compute. I mean, given all of that, that scenario there, you know, that would be staggering if you are talking to me right now in July. You know, but where we are right now and, 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 and with the resolve of our team and, and all that's going down right now, I can't be anything but grateful and I can't be anything but excited. And uh, I think, you know, it's a credit to our players, number one. I think our coaches have done a phenomenal job in the development of this team. And uh, the future is very, very bright. And, 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 and it's an exciting one. And uh, we just got to keep grinding each week. You know, we just like right now we'll have a new set of challenges, I'm sure, by the time we get to game time. And we're just going to have to find a way to maximize our team for Saturday. And, um, and, and we'll see. You know, but if, 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 if their mindset and the look in their eyes is any indicator, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll come out firing. That's well, a testament to everybody around BC football, the job that you've done and the entire staff support staff as well getting these guys ready to play he's steve adazio on the bc football show we're here at jake and joe's in waltham coming back we'll have a few special guests as well keep it here on the bc img sports network
Bletzer & Bletzer PC is a full-service law firm that has been in practice for over 50 years with a local office conveniently located at 300 Market Street in Brighton. Their attorneys possess extensive experience in a multitude of practice areas, and they offer a level of service and dedication to their clients that only a small firm can provide. Bletzer & Bletzer takes a personal approach to each client's situation and advocates for them until they realize their goals. Call 617-254-8900 for a free consultation today. Go Eagles! Hey, sports fans, whether you're packing up for the tailgate, headed into the stadium, or yelling at the TV with your friends, Bud Light has you covered. Because win or lose, game day is about more than just the game. It's about having a great time with the people who matter most. So before the next opening kickoff, be sure to pick up the beer you can count on to share with the friends you can count on. Bud Light, famous among friends. Drink responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The all-new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is now owned by Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern. McGovern has a great selection of over 400 vehicles to choose from. Jeep Grand Cherokees, America's most award-winning SUV ever. Cherokees, Renegades, Wranglers, Durangos, or the all-new Jeep Compass. Don't forget about their huge selection of rugged Ram trucks for work or play. Check out their new facility renovations at 777 Washington Street, Newton. Next to Cabot's Ice Cream or at McGovernJeep.com. Go Eagles! Dr. Tim Foster, Chair of Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine Specialist at Newton Wellesley Hospital and a Boston Magazine top doctor. Does an injury have you on the sideline? Newton Wellesley Sports Medicine has an expert team to keep you in the game. Our sports medicine specialists, where the team doctors for Boston College Athletics, work to understand your goals and develop treatment plans that work for you. Call them at 855-NWH-NEE or visit nwh.org slash sportsmedicine. Newton Wellesley Sports Medicine. Keep doing what you Love. For the past 13 years, customers voted Salt Marsh Insurance Agency number one in the Community Newspaper Reader's Choice Awards. For more than 50 years, the Salt Marsh Insurance team has been personally dedicated to helping protect people from the risks they face every day. Our extensive experience in providing personal, commercial, and life insurance policies gives our clients peace of mind. Expect more from us. Salt Marsh Insurance Agency. Visit saltmarshinsurance.com today. Last time on College Sports Now. They look at people in the media, and that includes you and me, that predict and think we know everything about the game, and they're going, you guys, every stinking game we play is huge. No matter who it is, you don't want to be Michigan losing to Appalachian State. Listen to College Sports Now 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, exclusively on TuneIn, and follow along on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. TuneIn, your everything audio app. Pindell gets the snap, short drop, flushed out of the pocket, looking, aims, fires deep towards the end zone, and picked off! Picked off by Cheevers playing center field. Cheevers out of the end zone, past the 10 to the 15, and tackled at the 15. Boy, he looked like Mookie Betts going after a fly ball. Hamp Cheevers. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Perel. Oh, that BC secondary has been locked down for the Eagles as they are bowl eligible once again, heading into their game at Syracuse on Saturday afternoon. Good to have you with us on the BC Football Show. And Steve, you know, Pete and I try not to play favorites on the broadcast, but I think we are quickly developing a Hamp Cheevers fan club. 
because he makes plays. Yeah, he does. He's 150 pounds soaking wet probably. Yeah. But he is unbelievable going after balls. It seems like he's got great ball skills. Well, he does have great ball skills, and that's the uniqueness of him. He's a really, uh, you know, supple athlete. I mean, he he efforts, effortlessly can change direction, and uh, and his ball skills are legit. He's gained a bunch of weight since he's been here, but when he got here, he was pretty pretty lean. Not much so, on him, huh? <laughs> no, we got to get another 20 pounds on him. You know, we're working on it, but, you know, he's not a big eater. You can ask Tyler Rouse about it. I mean, he's, Tyler works with it every day. He'll give you a little bit more insight into the uh, – I wish I had that problem. You, you and me both now. You know, you know what the thing about him? I tease Hamp all the time. Like, Hamp, the, I, I go, you eat like a bird, eat. I mean, if someone would give me the green light to eat, I, I would. it would never stop for me. <laughs> so okay. He picks at a little bit of food, picks here, picks there. I shovel. I don't understand. I can't relate to it. At so all. how's that going to work on Thursday afternoon for you? You're going to shovel? Well, I'm going to my daughter's house, and she's kind of a health nut. So there's no, like, potatoes. There's whipped cauliflower. There's no, like, real pie. There's no... You know, nothing will have carbs, nothing will have sugar. This will be like, you know, a special delicacy, a napkin or something. <laughs> no, no, she's a great cook, but, it, you know, it's good. I'm glad. I, you, know, you know, can I tell you something seriously? What's that? I'm not all jacked up about Thanksgiving food. Why not? I'm a Christmas Eve. Italian. Christmas oh, Eve. Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving the for fish. me would be stuffed shells or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I got a piece of turkey is just not like, I'm not excited about it. It's okay. It's okay. But fish, on Christmas, fish Eve, Christmas Eve, can't beat it. That's the real. I mean, I, I won't eat for a week so that I can eat all night long on Christmas. How many meatballs on Christmas? Well, I'm gonna have the seven fishes on Christmas Eve. Of I course. mean, that's what I'm gonna yeah. have. A little calamari, well, <laughs> right out of the box. You know, you get a, get, get the stuffed clams. I mean, you can now, go. Are you a dessert guy? Italian pastries. After I don't need the Mitagan dessert. I need the Italian. <laughs> And I need Italian pastries, you know. So we're talking North End Italian pastries? I need Sfugliadels, I need cannolis, and, you know, that's what I like. If I could have, every morning, if I could wake up, have Italian pastry and coffee, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. But I'd be 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And you've lost a lot of weight, so clearly you're doing something right. Yeah, now I have Ezekiel bread with almond butter on it, peanut oh. butter. And <laughs> oh. my idea of dessert is a half a... A half a low-carb protein bar and some cookie that's not a real cookie that's got 100 calories in it with tea. That's what my life is reduced to. <laughs> Thank God we won a couple of games or I'd be suicidal right now. Yeah, that's going to be hard on, on your schedule, managing a diet. Well, Brian White brings Italian pastries in every Friday. Every day there's Pepe's Pizza. It's brutal. Yeah. You gotta have a lot of will. A lot, a lot of will. But well, you'll you'll need some will at Syracuse in terms of uh, blowing them off the ball. I know their defense has been embattled this year. You know, I gotta tell you something. Their defense, seriously, this isn't coach speak. Now, they play real physical on defense, and uh, I know the last couple weeks they've given some points up. But I'm just telling you, that team brings a lot of heat, a lot of pressure. They're big up front. They got big guys up front. And they play pretty physically. It's kind of a early in the season. I mean, they're playing pretty darn good defense right now uh, at that point. And I think, you know, what happens towards the end of the year sometimes, you got some injuries, you got some issues like we all do. But uh, they were pretty salty for a majority of, of, of yeah. the season. 
uh, on defense. And on offense, they're very, very uh, explosive. Yeah, I think last week they even talked about it. You got Lamar Jackson taking snaps. Say no more. I watched the game film with Lamar Jackson, okay? There was guys in place to make the play that, like, same with us. You couldn't make the play. The guy was at his ultimate best last week. So that's more of a tribute to Lamar Jackson than it is anything else because I thought Syracuse had a great plan against them. But that kid was unbelievable. I mean, it's like Houdini in the pocket coming out of coming out of tackles, and it, it was crazy. We don't have a Heisman vote, but if I'm a Heisman voter, I know everybody's talking about Baker Mayfield, and he's a heck of a player, but Lamar Jackson, how can you go wrong with that selection? I don't think you can. I think he's so dynamic. But, you know, the team's not winning at the same level they were before, and that's that's part of the problem, right? Right. But in terms of sheer, if you said, okay, um, you you can pick guys to be on your team, he'd be a top pick for you immediately. Um, and, and, and that tells you all you need to know. Yeah, quite a, quite a, so it's hard to sit there and you can criticize the numbers. Syracuse giving up a lot of yards, a lot of points. But if you look a little bit deeper, there's a reason why. We, so gave, it, we gave up a lot of yards and stuff again in points. We just were able to stay ahead of them score-wise. Made I mean, one more play than they did. I mean, that guy's got a rocket arm. I mean, he really does. I mean, he's, he's legit. Anyways, we, we we played them and we beat them, so we can we don't have to talk about them yeah, anymore. But, my, but you know, the, the only point is that don't be misled no. by last week's game. Because and, and the week before, I would say to you that uh, John Wolford at, at Wake Forest is as hot as anybody in the country right now. I watched them play Wake Forest, and John was throwing darts, and he was – and he. He must have ran for 100 and something yards and threw for whatever. I mean, he's a senior quarterback who's playing absolutely at the top of his game right now. And that's what happens. You get a veteran guy, he's a four-year starter, and, he, and, he, and he's playing his tail off, man. That, that guy, you know, I know him a little bit because, you know, his brother Bobby paid for us, played for us. And when you look in that kid's eyes, there's something different about him now. I mean, he is a champion. Well, they've been trying to get him off the field for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, well, yeah, good luck with that. I mean. Come on now. Yeah, it's crazy. Trying to get him off the field. They're winning a lot of games with that guy right now. Absolutely. Because he's special. He is. He um, is a difference maker. Which I think Eric Dungy has a lot of the same attributes, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Eric is, uh, you know, arguably one of the top three quarterbacks in our conference. I think that guy is a vicious competitor. He's big, he's fast, and he throws the heck out of the football, and he's an unbelievable leader. I really feel that way. I respect the heck out of that kid. I've been saying that for a while. That guy's got my vote as one of the elite players in the conference. He's a difference maker. And so that anytime that guy's on the field, it gives them a great opportunity. Yeah, uh, you know, don't, again, look across the landscape. When you got these great quarterbacks that are playing at a high level, I don't care who you are, when you miss when you lose them, yep. it, it seriously affects you. Oh, I mean, just go down, go down the list. Go down the list. Clemson, you think it affected them when they play Syracuse? They had to go on the road to Syracuse without their best player, their quarterback, who accounts for most of their rushing yards? Or, you know, who, 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 I mean, who do you want to talk about? Francois at Florida State, you think that had an effect on their season? No doubt I about mean, it. So, like, you know, it's like we lose Anthony Brown. You think that affects you? I mean, yes. he was starting to become an elite guy. I mean, these these cues are incredibly important, especially down the home stretch right now. And those guys that those guys are playing their best ball at this stage of the year, they're dangerous. Very, very dangerous. You, you've been on teams that haven't been bowl eligible going into your last game. 
Yeah. How does that play mentally, you Huge. think, on that side? Well, I mean, if you can get bowl eligible, highly, highly motivated. I think if you can't get bowl eligible, it just comes down to the leadership of your team. You know, if you've got strong senior leadership with a lot of pride, you, you, you play your butt off. If, if you've got a bunch of young guys that are kind of milling around sometimes, I think if things don't go your way early, sometimes that can be hard. If they do, then they get caught up in the competitiveness of the game too. So it's hard to know the makeup and the psychology. It's certainly harder to, even to go on the road in that mindset. Yeah, that's kind of a quirk to this game, I guess, right? It's a lot. This game's got a lot to do with momentum. Uh, and, and, and a lot to do with, you know, the flow and the course of the game. It really does. And, uh, you know, great momentum's contagious and poor momentum is too. Well, you go into this game and you didn't have a, you had plans to give uh, Darius a little bit more exposure in the passing game, not able to do it. Uh, I would think in under these conditions, got a roof, you're going to probably open things up a little bit, be yes. a little bit more characteristic. Yes. And in doing so, which gets me to kind of, while you were talking about uh, the importance of the quarterback position, we were talking about the other night. <clears throat> you're, you kind of went into the season. You said, we want to run 100 plays. You want to run sideline to sideline. You want to pound the middle. You want to throw the ball over the top with play action pass. And in there, a lot of passing. But what, what you were the other night was a downhill, punch you in the nose, yeah. knock you off the ball football team. Right. Which was, you're saying... They look and they talk and look a lot like what they want to be, but at the end of the day, you guys just line up and knock people off the ball if you have to. I mean, I don't want that identity to change. I want to be physical and do that, but I also want to be able to get it down the field. But if we have to get into a game like the beauty of being in the style that we're in, I mean, like if you're in a just a quarterback-driven spread offense, and the weather's not very good. I mean, look at all these teams that have gotten caught in poor weather. Mm -hmm. The weather can ruin your day and your season. And if you lose your quarterback, it can ruin everything for you. I think the benefit of being in our offense is we do have the ability to get the ball under center, hand it to a big back with a big offensive line. And in the Northeast, if you're going to play outside, you're going to have those games. And, you, and I think you have to have the ability to do that. And those teams that don't, I mean, that's hard. Like, I remember last year Notre Dame went to play North Carolina State in that rain. It was a monsoon. Cost them the game, and they couldn't shot. They were trying to shotgun snap a ball. I mean, I just think that that's one of the reasons why we do what we do. I mean, I think you have – so I don't want to ever – I don't ever want anybody to think that – I mean, I know they wouldn't with me. I, I mean, I want to be a big, physical, tough team. But I want to be able to be that and still have the ability to spread the field and get the ball down the field. And I thought we were heading down that path pretty well. Saturday night, we had to be that big power team. This Saturday at noon, we're going to need to be able to get the ball down the field. It's going to be interesting to watch, no doubt about that. This is the BC Football Show. Coming up, we'll be joined by one of the BC greats here at Jake and Joe's and Waltham after this. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Tailgate Terry. Without Tailgate Terry, you wouldn't have cold Bud Lights and seven-layer dip at every pregame. That's 56 layers per season. Just the right amount if you ask Terry. Just don't ask him while he's inflating the eight-foot mascot he blows up for tailgating. Tailgate Terry is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light beer. AB St. Louis, Missouri. 
ESPN's Neil Everett here. This college football season, Nissan's putting you in the driver's seat. Go to NissanHeismanHouse.com. Build a customized Titan wrapped in your school's colors. Then register for a chance to win it. Enter the Nissan Heisman House sweepstakes. Take on today. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Boston College Eagles. Go Eagles! No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Ends 12-8-17. Open to residents of USDC 18 and older. Official rules at NissanUSA.com backslash Heisman House Sweepstakes. Sponsored by Nissan North America. You're planning a party, a business meeting, or a Sunday afternoon kickoff party for the game. One thing's for sure, you want it to be perfect, and you don't want to have to worry about spending the entire day preparing the food. We've got the perfect answer. Creative Entertaining from Roach Brothers. Creative Entertaining gives you everything you want. Incredible, delicious selections. And less of what you don't want. The prep time if you did it all yourself creative entertaining from roach brothers for more information visit your local roach brothers or sudbury farm supermarket are you still paying for checking at the village bank checking is free no minimum balance requirements no monthly service charges you get free checks hundreds of surcharge free atm locations free debit card free online banking and bill pay free e-statements and a suite of free mobile banking products don't pay for checking. Switch today to the Village Bank, where all deposits are insured in full. The Village Bank in Newton and Wayland, member FDIC, member SIF. Equal housing lender, village-bank.com. This is Paul Sullivan of Sullivan Tire. We are thrilled to announce our newest location, formerly Tom Lyons Tire. The Garzon family have done a wonderful job serving Waltham and the surrounding area for many years. We will continue that tradition to Sullivan Tire Way. Thank you. Visit the newest Sullivan Tire and Auto Service, 210 Lexington Street in Waltham. One more reason to say, we're always here to get you there. Last time on College Sports Now. I mean, we can't touch Felder. This is the hill that Wayno and Jansen and I fight every week, is we cannot touch Felder because he is live, he brings breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's Monday. Yeah. The man is like the Pied Piper of College Sports Now. Listen to College Sports Now, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, exclusively on TuneIn, and follow along on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. Listen to College Football Now, free, all season long, on TuneIn. Toss sweep to A.J. Dillon. Cuts it up past the 50 to the near side. 40 to the 30. Dillon on his horse. Can run to Kenmore Square. Dillon at the 10. Dillon at the 5. Dillon towards the goal line. Dillon is in. What a run by the dynamic freshman A.J. Dillon. The Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light continues. Here again, John Meter Perel. And welcome back to the B.C. Football Show. With the coach, Steve Adazio, Jami DePerel, my broadcast partner, Pete Cronin. Look who just dropped by at the table. The great Tyler Rouse. Good to see you, Tyler. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. BC assistant strength coach under Frank Perano. And I'm going to give all the credit to Frank and Tyler and Jimmy Mangero for A.J. Dillon's success. How's that? I would. Right? Bonus. Yeah, no question. (laughs) You should take a bow, Tyler. No, no, no. What's it like dealing with A.J. and the rest of the guys in the weight room? Uh, it's great uh, dealing with those guys in the weight room is something that's pretty comes pretty natural to me. Uh, I've been I trained with them in the weight room. Uh, majority of the guys and now making the transition. It's been fun and a lot of energy. Guys, are, it's fun to push the guys just like I did when I was a senior leader there, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And again, another guy. We've had a bunch of guys on the show this year, but when I think BC football, we think BC football. We think a guy like Tyler Rouse, coach. Tyler stands for everything that's great at Boston College, right? He was uh, a great student, uh, unbelievable high character, 
uh, great work ethic, great leader, great player, did everything the right way, and he was a role model for this program. So it was such a logical choice to have a guy like Tyler come in and be a part of our strength program and continue to have a chance to shape young people's lives. And, uh, you know, and our players love it, and they love him, and they respect him. And so what a beautiful thing, you know, just really great. Well, Tyler, we always remember you as a player. It was always 100%, not 101 because you can only give 100 but the intensity that you played with, you bring in that same intensity to the to your new new position. Uh, I believe that I do, and I try to every day. Uh, I enjoy being around the players and pushing them and helping these guys achieve something maybe that I wasn't able to achieve is something that's important to me and important to the rest of the staff. And I'm just very excited that I'm on the staff and a part of this whole legacy and journey we're on right now. How has the transition been for you? You know, Pete always talks to you about it's tough to give up the playing aspect and stuff mentally. Did you have trouble at first giving it up? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I miss playing every day. Uh, I'm up there in practice. I try to find a football at least in my hands at least once to try to catch a punt here and there. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I enjoy it. And uh, the players have helped me a little bit. Uh, watching them, I kind of live vicariously through them. And it's been a lot of fun and uh, just happy I'm part of the ride. Well, let me I'll tell you, the good news is you're always going to think you're ready to play. And the bad news is you're always going to know you're not going to be ready to play. Exactly. I'll tell tell you what he struggles with. We have Friday night, we have some unbelievable food, and there's, you know, then there's the snack and the ice cream, and my man still thinks he's playing. You know what I mean? He's hitting it hard, and it's going to get him. But he's got a little time before it gets him, though, because he trains hard. He and Jimmy Manjuro, you'd think like they're getting ready for like, you know, some sort of quadruple uh, marathon, but. (laughs) The way they train, but he eats like an animal still. It's unbelievable. That's good. I can't give it up. It's good. Ice cream, uh, all sorts of toppings. Can't give it up. Well, they say muscle's heavier than fat. So, (laughs) And you know what? When you came to BC, I remember saying to Pete, how did they get this guy out of Syracuse? This is a kid in Syracuse's backyard. He set all types of records. You were studded at Baldwinsville, New York, which is right outside Syracuse. And BC gets you. As a kid growing up, did you always want to play for Syracuse? Uh, growing up young, I did. I enjoyed watching the games and watching people like Dominic and Dad was there. and It was enjoyable. And then through my high school, I kind of was open to anything. I just wanted to play at, at the most elite levels you could get to. And uh, Coach Zazi was at Temple, and they, they found me then uh, when, I, when they were there. And uh, he made the transition to Boston College, and then they recognized me again and, and kind of just set it all up. And he gave me opportunity when no one else did. And I'm forever thankful for that, and now he gave me another opportunity to help be a part of the staff and do everything I can to help the team win. So, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a parallel with Jolan Dunbar, who was playing, who was a Syracuse guy, and BC got him, and he was a tremendous player. I'm sure you remember yep. Jolan, but it's amazing, coach, and your connections with Syracuse. You can kind of mine that connection and get more of them here. Tyler played at a great high school football program for a great high school football coach, and uh, he had unbelievable ability on film. You know, and, uh, you know, everybody, sometimes they, we, 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 you know, at BC, we got a lot of guys that maybe someone thought was a little bit short or a little this or a little that. But, but what we get is these highly motivated, extremely intelligent, high, high character guys, and they develop and they grow. Yep. Tyler had a huge impact on this football program and will continue to do that. One of the unbelievable things that he's now with the strength program is the impact that he has with the players right now. I mean, what a great role model, mm-hmm. right? That young guy that young guys can really relate to that has sat in his chair, their chairs not that long ago. And that's, I think that's critically important. And he was, all, when I tell you all about the right stuff, I mean, 
He's all about the right yeah. stuff. And, uh, and, and, and so it's, it's a really cool deal. But this guy was a hell of a player. I mean, a hell of a player. He, he played as a true freshman for us. I remember. You know, I mean, he, was a, he didn't redshirt. No. I mean. You always did something. When the ball was in your hands, you knew something good was going to happen. No question about it. We didn't know what it was going to be, but uh, like I said, 100%, playing at a different level, a constant level. Now, you're, you're out, so yeah. your relationship changes with your former teammates. Now you're coaching them. Is it, do you see uh, a little bit of a different in, difference in terms of how you deal with these guys? Uh, yes, there's definitely got to be difference. I have to draw the line to kind of show that uh, I'm in a new role and I'm not just their friends anymore. I'm their coach. And... Uh, at first, it was a little difficult for me to even get a grasp of, but uh, the guys respect me enough, and they know what I'm trying to do in my career, and, and they help me kind of make the transition and able to push them. I say something, they listen. I ask them to do something, they listen. And then they also listen to my advice as well because they know I've been through it, and, uh, they, and they trust me. So uh, that's kind of it was a great, great transition. And like at first, it was a little bumpy, but I had to draw the line, and once I drew the line in the sand, everyone kind of knew. Uh, what they expect from me. So. And you also knew what to expect from Frank Pirano, yep. best strength coach in America. Yep. And I, I saw him eating lunch the other day in the office, and I get intimidated when he eats lunch. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like to work for the guy. Yeah. He's a real high-intensity guy. He's great to work for. Uh, he's given me a great opportunity with coaches. I was learning a lot from him and, the re- and James Mangero, so it's been good. Yeah, he's uh, Frank is a unique guy. And... Uh, <laughs> There is not an ounce of BS to Frank Prino. I mean, like, i never seen a guy where it's exact. What you see is what you get, like, no deviation. None. None. And you know what? Wow. It's universal with players because mm-hmm. the players know that, you know. When coaches get in trouble with players, it's because they maybe try to manipulate him a little bit or BS him a little bit. But, like, on our staff, it's a pretty straight-up, straight-on deal. Yeah. And... You know, Tyler's got a chance to see that in how he learns how to train these young players. He'll go on, he's going to have a great career as a strength coach. If that's what he chooses to stay in that field, he'll have a great career with that because he's being trained by a great guy. Now, don't know, there's, there's movement in the coaching ranks. But I, also there's a, there's a beautiful building being built that I hear is going to have quite a facility for strength and conditioning. Yeah, it's about uh, four times the size of our weight room is right now. Uh, I mean, there's not much more I can say to that. Four times the size means more equipment, more everything. Uh, that much more we can do with our players. We can alter the workouts, do all sorts of st- cool stuff with them, and get these guys to the to elite level and uh, to the best capability that they can be at. So, Well, you come, school's really come a long way. When I went there, we were in a classroom. <laughs> the R-O- ROTC okay. room, yeah. A couple Lifting of novels machines. Couple of had a couple of universal machines. You got it. Some free. Well, we had a couple of guys who were big into the free weights, which was a dominant kind of th- yeah. thought process. So we look good getting off the bus. <laughs> look real good getting off the bus. Well, you still do. That, that's the first step. It's, well, yeah, I mean, but you got to be able to good play too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something to that. I tell you, strength and conditioning has really, you know, come a long way since what you're talking about. I'm, it's amazing. I remember like. I didn't lift weights in high school. They had a universal machine. I didn't know anything about that. Never lifted an Olympic bar weight until I got to college. And even then, I mean, it, it, and then the style of lifts was all powerlifting-based things. These guys are into unbelievable methods of training guys that are healthy and keep, you know, keep your joints healthier so they don't look like we do. And 
You know, yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot more to it yeah, than just picking the building up, right? Yeah. Yeah. These guys exactly. understand all about nutrition. I mean, yeah. what they do with these players is incredible. Well, it's incredible. certainly an amazing pursuit. Tyler Rouse, the pride of Syracuse, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you yeah. and your family. Enjoy it up as there. well. Thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by. Can we Tyler. change that, though, and say the pride of BC? The pride of BC. Yeah, the pride of BC. Not the pride of BC. The pride of BC. Metropolitan Syracuse. No. No. BC. BC. Baldwinville. BC. BC and Beeville. Yeah, exactly. The Bs. Double B. All right, Tyler Ross, thanks so much for dropping by. Coming back, we'll have our keys to the game after this. Bletzer and Bletzer PC is a full-service law firm that has been in practice for over 50 years with a local office conveniently located at 300 Market Street in Brighton. Their attorneys possess extensive experience in a multitude of practice areas, and they offer a level of service and dedication to their clients that only a small firm can provide. Bletzer and Bletzer takes a personal approach to each client's situation and advocates for them until they realize their goals. Call 617-254-8900 for a free consultation today. Go Eagles! Hey, sports fans, whether you're packing up for the tailgate, headed into the stadium, or yelling at the TV with your friends, Bud Light has you covered. Because win or lose, game day is about more than just the game. It's about having a great time with the people who matter most. So before the next opening kickoff, be sure to pick up the beer you can count on to share with the friends you can count on. Bud Light, famous among friends. Drink responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The all-new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is now owned by Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern. McGovern has a great selection of over 400 vehicles to choose from. Jeep Grand Cherokees, America's most award-winning SUV ever. Cherokees, Renegades, Wranglers, Durangos, or the all-new Jeep Compass. Don't forget about their huge selection of rugged Ram trucks for work or play. Check out their new facility renovations at 777 Washington Street, Newton. Next to Cabot's Ice Cream or at McGovernJeep.com. Go Eagles! Dr. Robert Nascimento, Medical Director of Sports Medicine at BC. Are you out of the game due to an injury? Newton Wellesley Sports Medicine has an expert team to help keep you playing. Our skilled sports medicine specialists, who are also the team physicians for Boston College Athletics, will work to understand your goals and develop a treatment plan that works for you. Call them at 855-NWH-NEE or visit nwh.org slash sportsmedicine. Newton Wellesley Sports Medicine. Keep doing what you love. It's Jim from Ace Ticket. People often ask us, where do you get your tickets? Well, the fact is we have a full buying department that every day receives hundreds of offers from ticket sellers. We personally select only the best tickets that provide you the best value and provide you with legitimate tickets, all of our industry-leading 200% guarantee. At Ace Ticket, we own the tickets we sell, so we only sell tickets we would sit in ourselves. For over 30 years, Ace has been Boston's own ticket agency. Call 1-800-MY-SEATS or visit aceticket.com. 1-800-MY-SEATS. Last time on College Sports Now, rejoined by Maria Taylor from ESPN's College Game Day. It was the game day that started in the snow and ended at Clemson in the rain that really, I just thought I was going to have walking pneumonia or something. But it's a really fun job. No, honestly, it's great, right? (laughs) Yeah, there's never anything wrong with it. No negatives at all. Listen to College Sports Now, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time, Monday through Friday, exclusively on TuneIn, and follow along on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. Listen to College Football Now, free, all season long, on TuneIn. Lindell on the shotgun. He's been that way all game. Now, play fake. He's rolling out to the far side. A dump off and a pickoff. Tajamir Torres to the 50. Far side 40. 35. Run to Kenmore Square. 15. 10. 
Touchdown! Taj Amir Torres, Boston College, pick six. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Perel. You know, they come at you at waves in that secondary. Steve Adazio, Pete Cronin, we've been remarking about the secondary and how solid it is all year. It's kind of an unheralded aspect of your team, Coach. You go into Syracuse, you expect them to throw the ball a lot, but you got some lockdown players back there. Tajamir Torres is an unheralded member of the secondary, too. Yeah, Taj is continuing to develop and uh, made a couple of plays, a big play, obviously a big interception. He's got real speed, too, so he's tough, and uh, he's coming along nice. He and Hamp are coming along, and obviously the loss of uh, Cam Moore was huge to us. He was our senior, our captain, and our best player back there, but uh, these young guys are stepping up, and they're making plays. Yeah, Lucas Dennis is first in the ACC with six picks. Another guy with a nose for the ball right. and a nate ability on his part. Yeah, I mean, he's a good anticipator, breaks on the ball well, very, very athletic. He also has good ball skills. And uh, I teased both he and Taj uh, Sunday. I had them show their plays, and I said, Taj, you're supposed to be a Western Mass Sprint champion. And I said, you almost got hawked. And then I showed <laughs> Lucas. I said, Lucas, what happened to all that Everett speed? And, and I said, look like he has cement shoes on. But uh, those guys, you, know, you can tease them. You know, they, 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 they can really run and uh, – um, so you can have a little bit of fun with those guys. They love football. They're competitive and uh, good ball skills, man. They got good ball skills, good anticipation. Well, as long as I've been around the program, the secondary was always kind of a, a well, a question mark. It was always something you had to scheme around. You had good players, but you just it was never really a dominant position on the field. So you had to do a lot, a lot of things to protect them. We, were, we noticed it in the Virginia game and talking to their broadcast team post-Virginia game. They couldn't handle the man coverage. Yeah. And now we're paying a lot more, more attention to the quality of the man coverage, and that seems to be a benchmark or a trademark for this football team. They run great man coverage. And what, did you recruit differently? Did, is it speed? Is, I'm, you know, open-ended question. I, I, don't, well, I don't know the answer. It starts with speed. We can run a little bit. You know, I mean, Ike Yadam is extreme. I mean, Ike is a sub-4, 440 guy, and he's long. He's tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Harris has got exceptional speed. He's a big dude. Uh, Lucas Dennis has got great speed. He's a good-sized guy. Taj is smaller, but he had, he had a, I think he was 10-6 electronic 100-meter in high school. Um, Hamp Cheevers has got real speed. I mean, it starts with that. I mean, Brandon Sebastian's a true freshman. He might be the fastest of all, and he's six foot. Tate Haynes is on offense right now, but he can he's a six-footer that can flat fly. Those guys fly. So I think the biggest difference is we, we our team speed, but in the back end right now, we got we have real speed. We can run. That's changed dramatically even since I first got here. And uh, you play in this conference. If you can't run, you can't play man. How are you gonna play man if you can't run? You're playing against these receivers that can go. You know? And they're gonna have to uh, bring their A games on Saturday. The keys to the game are brought to you by the all-new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. They have hundreds of cars to choose from, 777 Washington Street in Newton or at mcgovernjeep.com. All right, when I look at Syracuse, I watched them earlier play Louisville. You talked about that game. I see unbelievable receivers. Steve Ishmael, Irv Phillips. If Eric Dungy plays, we don't know his availability. If he doesn't, likely Zach Mahoney. So your defense is going to, again, have to play one of its better games, right? Yeah, they're very explosive offensively. Those receivers are elite. I mean, uh, you know, Ishmael, like you mentioned, I mean, he's going to be a top draft pick. I mean, 
So those guys are really dangerous, and, and uh, they can throw it. I mean, whatever quarterback plays, they can all throw it. And it's good. It, 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 we have time here, Josh. How, how difficult is it to play at the carry, though? It's a really hard place to go on the road to. It's just something about it, you know. And I remember when I coached there. Um, you go in there, it's got a different feel to it, you know. It's a eerie kind of a feel. And if you're not used to it, it kind of throws you a little bit. And, uh, you know, so, and if there's a big crowd there, it's loud and it's intimidating. Now, you know, who knows what that'll be. But going on the road there, we always felt when I coached there, it was a huge home field advantage. Coach, it's been a hell of a ride at Jake and Joe's this yeah. year. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks, Pete, Coach. John. Appreciate you guys, everything you've done. Good year, man. Our pleasure. It up. It's been a heck of a year. We thank the staff at Jake and Joe's for their support all season long at the BC Football Show. The cast of thousands. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll catch you Saturday from Syracuse. For Pete Cronin, I'm John Perel. Have a great week, everyone. refreshing taste of Bud Light just like you can always count on Tailgate Terry without Tailgate Terry you wouldn't have cold Bud Lights and seven layer dip at every pregame that's 56 layers per season just the right amount if you ask Terry just don't ask him while he's inflating the eight-foot mascot he blows up for tailgating Tailgate Terry is famous among friends he deserves a Bud Light Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Your day is full of responsibilities. There's not much time to fit in grocery shopping, but there is now with home delivery from Roach Brothers Supermarkets. You can order online on your time. Your order is picked for you by your own personal shopper, and your order is delivered direct to you in temperature-controlled vans to ensure freshness. What could be better than that? How about the same low in-store pricing and availability of same-day delivery? Visit RoachBrothers.com. That's RoachBros.com to sign up for home delivery today and start saving time tomorrow. You know what it means to have the home field advantage on the gridiron, on the ice, or on the court. When it comes to home financing, you'll find that same competitive edge at the Village Bank. We make the mortgage process easy, fast, and friendly with financing programs sure to match your game plan and service beyond compare. Take advantage. Meet the home team at the Village Bank in Newton and Wayland or apply online at village-bank.com. The Village Bank, member FDIC, member SIF, equal housing lender, NML number 408536. All loans are subject to credit approval. The all-new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is now owned by Boston College 1992 alum Matt McGovern. McGovern has a great selection of over 400 vehicles to choose from. Jeep Grand Cherokees, America's most award-winning SUV ever. Cherokees, Renegades, Wranglers, Durangos, or the all-new Jeep Compass. Don't forget about their huge selection of rugged Ram trucks for work or play. Check out their new facility renovations at 777 Washington Street, Newton. Next to Cabot's Ice Cream or at McGovernJeep.com. Go Eagles! For the past 13 years, customers voted Salt Marsh Insurance Agency number one in the Community Newspaper Reader's Choice Awards. For more than 50 years, the Salt Marsh Insurance team has been personally dedicated to helping protect people from the risks they face every day. Our extensive experience in providing personal, commercial, and life insurance policies gives our clients peace of mind. Expect more from us. Salt Marsh Insurance Agency. Visit saltmarshinsurance.com. 
com today. Last time on College Sports Now. Filet mignon, that's such a girly steak. I what? mean, you want one that's got a little marbling in it. It's got to have a little fat. I want a little what crust I want. on the okay. out. Burn the, burn the crust. Up. Yeah, obviously, but it's it's it's. Come on, man. Pick a real slice of meat. Listen to College Sports Now, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, exclusively on TuneIn, and follow along on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. Listen to College Football Now, free, all season long, on TuneIn. been listening to the Boston College Football Show. Join us from Jake and Joe's throughout the season here on the Boston College IMG Sports Network. The Boston College Football Show has been sponsored by Bud Light, famous among friends, Bletzer and Bletzer PC, developing long-standing relationships with the clients we serve since 1959, McGovern Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, driven by you, and by Village Bank, your village, your bank. The Boston College Football Show is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.